This episode of Rose Unplugged is brought to you by MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Put in promo code ROSE for up to 66% off. And Hemp Lily, HempLily.com, promo code ROSE, 25% off. Unencumbered by political correctness, undeterred in her mission to spread the truth, unafraid to be a true conservative, she's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering, and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most. This is my fight song. This is Rose Unplugged. Welcome to this episode of Rose Unplugged. Joining me this morning is my go-to guy when we want to talk about what in the heck is going on with the economy, what's going on with inflation. It's skyrocketing, I can tell you that much, but he'll tell you more. Please welcome columnist, professor, and economist, Dr. Michael Bussler. How are you today? I'm doing well, Rose. Thanks for having me. As you know, it's always my pleasure to be here. Oh, you know, I love having you on. And I'm sorry I had a little bit of a mix up earlier. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me today. I'm having a day. (laughs) So or or yesterday, too, I guess. But listen, we have to talk about um, President Biden. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, he blamed inflation again on Putin's uh, price hike. But we know for a fact that this began long before Russia went into Ukraine. Uh, We've been warning about this for a long time. You've been warning about this for a long time. Um, now we see that inflation rose 8.5% from a year ago. I think you told me before we'll probably see 10% by summer. Am I remembering correctly? Uh, yes, you are. And um, I, I still think that's likely to be the, the case. In fact, today, uh, just this morning, the producer price index came out. and That shows uh, the inflation rate for uh, businesses that are producing products. That was uh, an 11% annual in inflation. So uh, when producers see that kind of inflation, of course, they, they have to maintain profit margin. So they'll have to pass that along to consumers. And as I thought previously, that's likely to push consumer prices uh, higher going going forward. Oh, um, I, as I mentioned on the show a couple of times, uh, I think um, the, the reasons we, we have this inflation, there, there are four uh, reasons for it. One, we have energy inflation right. initially started Biden, President Biden wanted to uh, reduce the use of fossil fuels, uh, so he restricted the supply of fossil fuels by canceling leases, canceling the Keystone Pipeline, making uh, getting permits more difficult. Uh, that drove energy prices up even before the uh, Putin uh, action. Secondly, we have a wage inflation. Um, although the economy today is producing at a rate that's about 2% higher than before the pandemic, we're doing it with about a million and a half fewer workers. To get those workers to come back, businesses had to raise wages significantly. Now, people say, well, that's a good thing. Um, Workers are earning more money. However, it drives up labor costs for business. And as a result, they have to pass those along, too, and that will push prices higher. Thirdly, the federal government has deficit spent nearly $6 trillion in the last two fiscal years. That means they spent $6 trillion more than they brought in in oh tax revenue on a $22, $23 trillion annual economy. Uh, that will lead to pure inflation. And fourthly, 
the shockingly irresponsible behavior of the Federal Reserve by continuing to increase the money supply and keeping interest rates near zero all of last year when it was obvious we had an inflation problem, that contributed to much of the inflation. So because energy prices are going to continue to go up, and the next thing I'm worried about is food prices, but energy prices will continue to go up, uh, wages will have to go up, um, will continue to go up too, and what I'm afraid of on that front is when organized labor goes to negotiate their contracts this year, they're going to say, hey, inflation is running at 8 8.5%. I need a 10% raise just to stay ahead of that. So that'll make wage inflation worse. Thirdly, the Biden administration is not looking at reducing government spending. As a matter of fact, they're trying to push more increases in government spending and somehow trying to twist that to say that that will reduce inflation when every economist in the world will tell you excess government spending will add to inflation. And fourthly, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates a meager quarter of a point last time, didn't really do anything. They're going to have to start raising interest rates significantly more in the future. The next rate hike will be at least a half a percent, and you'll probably see four or five more rate hikes uh, before the uh, end of the year. All right. The problem ask, with okay, that is yes. if they raise interest rates too fast, takes too much demand out of the economy, and now you're going to start to hear about economists talking about a recession starting perhaps as early as uh, next year. Uh, so the four things that are contributing yes. to inflation plus the Putin action will, I think, make inflation worse going forward. All right. And you make very good points. And I, there are a couple I want to zero in on. So the Fed, they are saying right now that the Fed could be triggering a recession within six months. You just mentioned that. So yes. um, and, 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 and it said that they have no other choice. Um, it has to end inflation. And the only way to do that is to crush demand by recession. Is that true? Is that how well, this the works? Only way I mean, I to, I'm not sure. So inflation is caused primarily because we have excess demand in the economy. Um, excess demand means that people want to buy more than business can supply. And that's showing up in things like, particularly in the housing market, where low interest rates and free government money have caused millions of people to enter the housing market, creating a shortage in housing and driving prices up. Same thing with, with cars. So the only way to get rid of the excess demand in the economy is to tighten up on the money supply and raise interest rates. And as I said, if they tighten up too much and raise interest rates too quickly, which they're probably going to have to do to fight inflation, the um, negative aspect of that is if they take out too much demand, as they did in 1981, we had high inflation, they tightened up on the money supply, raised interest rates, brought on a severe recession. So the fear now is the Federal Reserve has to act very aggressively and it could take too much demand out of the economy and that could bring on a recession. All right. All right. I, I do have one more question for you. We talk about the Federal Reserve and you mentioned how um, they need to they have to start raising the interest rates, correct? Yes, they do. OK, when you when people hear, oh, the interest rates are rising. OK, so what does that do? Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, rats. Now um, I can't buy a get a mortgage at a really low rate like, you know, others have done this past couple of years. Um, how does that how, what can we expect? What's the upside work? and downside to this? Because uh, I think a lot of us don't really understand how that works. 
Okay, so um, take a look at, at housing prices in the last year or so. They've risen 15, 18, 20% a year. Why is that? So builders build um, 100 houses, put a, a price on them, and they expect 100 people to show up to, to buy. And if that occurred, the price would stay the same and you'd be in equilibrium. What happens is because people could get a mortgage at 2.5%, and because the federal government handed out free money to everybody in the last two years, a family of four uh, received over $11,000 in free money, whether you were negatively impacted by the economically by the virus or not. So many people said, you know, the government just gave me enough money for a down payment and I can get a two and a half percent mortgage. I wasn't going to buy a house this year, but maybe this is the best time to buy. Okay. So instead of 100 people showing up to buy the 100 houses, you have 150 people mm. showing up to buy the, the 100 houses. How does business decide which 100 to sell to? You raise the price until somebody, uh, 50, drop out of the market. So the inflation in the housing market and in the automobile market is primarily caused by what we call excess demand. So if you raise interest rates, and now mortgage rates are in the 4.5%, 5% range, so now... Uh, um, 50 people in my example say, well, now I can't afford to buy a home. We'll have to drop out of the market. Therefore, that'll only leave a hundred people left to buy the hundred houses and the prices should, should not go up. So raising interest rates will reduce the demand on interest rate sensitive products like cars and, and houses. It will also make credit a little bit harder and more expensive to get. So to buy things on credit now will be more expensive, so fewer people will buy things on credit. And the idea is to take enough demand out of the economy to keep prices stable. The danger is they raise interest rates too high, then too many people drop out of the market. So instead having 100 houses to sell, so many people drop out of the market, now there's only 90 people there. Well, now you can't sell everything, so you're not going to build any more, and the economy starts to slow down and enters recession. Uh, and what's to say that it won't go too high, the interest rate? And that, and because that's what they're predicting, <laughs> is that it will no. go so high that we all will be in, in a recession within six months. So um, what the Federal Reserve tries to do is to raise it just high enough to take out the excess demand, but not too high so it takes out too much demand. How do they know what that number is? The answer is they don't. Um, look back in 2016, there was a slight hint of inflation back then. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates eight times uh, over the next two years, a quarter of a point uh, every quarter of the, the year. That worked out. It took enough demand out that there was no inflation and it didn't appear to slow down economic growth. So what is that uh, amount to go up to? They don't know. In 1981, inflation got up to 13 percent. They raised yep. interest rates when mortgages got up to 16, 18 percent. That was too high. So they took out too much demand and it brought on a recession. Uh, Finding that sweet spot will be very It's going to be difficult. Let's hope that they do. Uh, Dr. Michael Bussler, we thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, let's just hope for the best here. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. every time you take time out to be with us. This episode of Rose Unplugged is brought to you by MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Put in promo code ROSE for up to 66% off. And Hemp Lily, HempLily.com, promo code ROSE, 25% off.